now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for ideas on improvement or other things around your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. We would love to hear from you. I'm your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've handled hundreds of transactions in our fair city. I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top REMAX agents in Western Canada, and I'd be pleased to help you as well too. So if you need a second opinion or would like some direction or help, in your real estate transaction, let me know. I'd be happy to help you out. You can find my contact information and the rest of the whole Home Show team members on the CVAX1070.com website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there, or you can reach out to me direct, the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. Buyers are certainly keeping the real estate market busy, and it's as important as ever to do your due diligence when you're buying a home. And that means doing a thorough check of the property, whether it's old or new, home or condo, do that before you fully commit to it. Our guest this week is show sponsor, Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob. Plus, our other show sponsor and mortgage expert, Denise Webster, will be telling us about what's going on out there in the mortgage world and with financing, along with maybe talking about how you can finance the improvements along with your purchase. We start our show with a listener story or a question. And if you have one, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. It's 250-414-6540, 250-414-6540. Leave a message and we will respond on a future program. Or again, find us cfax1070.com and we'll discuss it on the air. By the way, if you're a podcast listener, you can listen to this or any of our past shows on iTunes or Google Play. And since we have been recording from my home studio since self-isolation began, uh, we are also videoing these. So if you want to see our interviews with our guests, just go to the Prime Real Estate Team's YouTube page or visit our Facebook page. Uh, again, Prime Team, Prime Team Vic. Lots of ways to find us. You can always just Google my name, Tony Joe Real Estate. Everything there, uh, everything we have will show up there, so we're easy enough to find. Uh, listen, what I want to talk about today is a very timely conversation. Uh, it has to do with the fact that, of course, coronavirus is on, is on us. Uh, as much as there's been talk about vaccine uh, in development and all that kind of stuff, we still don't know what's happening. People are pretty happy right now. Uh, everyone seems to be getting uh, near sort of back to normal uh, levels. Although Dr. Bonnie Henry has reminded us that we should be taking precautions, not the least of which is uh, reducing our, the size of our social bubble uh, and to make it so that we can flatten that curve as they've talked about for a long time. And the reason why I'm bringing this up right now in regard to real estate is the whole topic of 
open houses. Because as you guys know, open houses are a very common way of people to go and have a look at homes. Uh, why are open houses popular? Well, first of all, there's very low barrier. You don't need to call the agent and make an appointment. You can just go and have a look at the house, you know, whether it's Saturday or Sunday between whatever time it is, two o'clock to four o'clock or whatever. You go have a look at the house. Uh, if you like it, maybe take the next steps to call your own agent. If you don't like it, then, you know, no harm done. Well, so what happened during the uh, start of the pandemic is our regulatory body for real estate. So re the real estate profession is regulated. We have rules and regulations that we need to follow. Uh, our provincial uh, regulator, which is the Real Estate Council of British Columbia, along with the British Columbia Real Estate Association, uh, they have rules. There's tons of rules that we have to follow uh, ourselves by. All the realtors have this code of conduct. Uh, they, both of the organizations put out missives about open houses. And uh, here's the thing. Realtors are self-employed. We are under contract. Uh, we are not employees. So in other words, they can't tell us what to do, but they can give us guidelines and they can give us recommendations. And one of the very first things they did when the pandemic showed up was to say open houses are strongly not, that's a not by the way, not recommended. Why is that? Well, you think about it as a homeowner. You're a seller, you've got your house, you wanna sell it. Do you really wanna have complete strangers through your house? especially with an open house because you have no control uh, over who is coming in. How are you or your realtor going to determine if an attendee has COVID-like sim symptoms or has been near somebody who has been tested positive for COVID-19 uh, or somebody who has traveled internationally in the last 14 days? Very hard to control people during an open house. And I wanna refer right now to the paper that both the British Columbia Real Estate Association and the Real Estate Council of British Columbia uh, um, uh, sent to us. And the date of this was July. So it went through a couple of iterations. Um, but the title is Rethinking Open Houses Dur During the Pandemic. They're saying it is not business as usual. Um, this is a document, by the way, that can be found online if you're interested and if you want it, because this does have to do with consumer protection, by the way. So it's not a secret document by any means. You're welcome to have it. I'm, I'm happy to send it to you. Just reach out to me and I will. Um, it talks here, number one, point number one, consider your client's best interests. It's important to discuss all of the risk factors as well as the precautions that you will take to reduce such risks. Of course, they're talking to us, the real estate people. Uh, holding an open house may risk exposing you your clients, attendees, and others to COVID-19. These risks can differ depending on whether a home is vacant, owner-occupied, tenant-occupied, or a strata unit in a multi-unit building. Yeah, there's so many things to consider here, right? Um, the second one is understanding safety protocols to follow. We all have COVID protocols in our lines of work that we need to follow. Um, they are recommending, they recommended leveraging technology to reduce in-person interactions, reducing in-person interactions, which again is exactly what Dr. Bonnie Henry has said. This is the reason why we're doing a lot more of these live virtual or live streaming open houses. You may have seen a lot more of those recently. I'll get to those in a second because it seems to be the way 
that open houses are going nowadays. It's the 21st century after all. We've got all of this technology, right? Um, talks about other things as well, too. Like there are community concerns that have to be adhered to. You know, I talk to agents all the time about the neighbors. I mean, we are real estate professionals. People are seeing us enter homes. Are we entering homes with PPEs? Are we wearing gloves? Are we wearing masks? Do we have hand sanitizer? Or are we going in just as if nothing was happening? Because there's other, there are sellers out there, including my own, where we have a process when an agent wants to show a property, we get them to uh, disclose whether or not they've traveled or they have symptoms or they know somebody or is close to somebody who has symptoms. Uh, we also uh, insist that they are wearing masks or wearing gloves during showings. We get our homeowner to turn all the lights on, to uh, get all the blinds up because we want to minimize touches or transfers within the house. We also make sure that there's only one party in the house at a time. So we don't do any of these, you know, stack, stack showings, having a whole bunch of people in the house at the same time, just like what happens in a very busy open house. We don't want that, right? We do not want that. We want the seller in particular, because they're our client, we want them to be safe, but we also want any visitor coming in to be safe as well too. So um, what I'm getting to you here, the reason why I'm bringing this up here is the fact that the uh, organizations, the BCREA and the Real Estate Council of BC, they have not lifted their opinion about open houses. We're still in phase three right now uh, overall. I understand that they would release it come stage four, which we all hope will come soon. But until such time as it does, if you are wondering as a homeowner why your realtor isn't doing physical open houses, it's not because um, uh, it's not necessarily because they're busy that day, but a lot of it may have to do with the fact that they are keeping your safety in mind and they are adhering to the regulations that our, our provincial um, regulators have mandated on so that's what's happening with open houses but check out virtual open houses if you haven't already they're the neatest thing uh you will find them at victoria open houses um the website uh all of them are posted there anyways we need to take a quick break here we'll come back in a moment to talk with reese jacob about building inspections and preparing for changes in seasons and we'll also be back a little later with denise webster talk about mortgages back in just a moment you're listening to the whole home show with tony joe on cfax 1070 Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today with one of our show partners, and that is Shoreline Inspections, Monica Gass and Reese Jacob. We have on the line right now, Reese, who is uh, in between building inspections, I think. Right, Reese? How's it going? Hey, it's going well, Tony. Thank you very much. Yeah, just uh, in between inspections right now, so... Yeah. Doing this I, from the truck. I, well, this is the thing. I know that it's a super busy time for you guys, not only because the weather is good, but because the market is busy. And I, I love knowing that people are getting building inspections done because, you know, I remember a couple of years ago when it was bidding wars and multiple offers and all that stuff, people were writing and not even bother getting their houses checked and problems happen afterwards, right? Yeah, totally. I agree. It's, uh, it's been a very busy summer, um, especially for us. And it is very nice to see that people are getting the home inspections done uh, prior to purchase. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're seeing a lot of inspections, a lot of people doing their due diligence to make sure that they're buying the right house for them. And they're aware of uh, any renovations that might need to happen and anything they should know about the house, right? So yeah, it's well, been good. It's been really good. 
and, and this is the thing, I mean, because you and I are both on the same page and that is, uh, you know, your home is likely your most valuable assets, probably the most expensive thing you'll ever own or ever buy. Uh, you know, especially if you're a first time buyer new to, to being in the marketplace, it makes sense for you to get someone like Reese and Monica to go and make sure that the house is right. Because it does happen when you go to a house occasionally and there are glaring issues and it's not like, it's not like they can't be repaired, but the cost could be crippling to somebody who's buying their first home. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think that, uh, it's good to to expect to do some renovations, you know. I feel like uh, most people, when they move into a house, unless it's a brand new house or only a few years old, then they're they're looking at doing flooring. You know, those carpets might be past their their useful life, and you know, paint might be something they want to do. Um, you know, the roof is something people don't think about, but it does come up every twenty or so years. So there's there's things that uh, you might not think about when you go through a house that. Uh, they do add up and it's nice to know beforehand um, what exactly you should be fixing uh, on top of the, the renovations that you're planning on doing. So yeah, very well, nice to have before you finish the deal, just to know that you can budget for it and, and make sure that you can actually get all the things done that you want to do. And know what to expect, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you just mentioned one, which is the roof. And this is a funny one that we find because, you know, we'll, 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 find a house and then ask, you know, how old the roof is and sellers sometimes will go, Oh, you know, I, I replaced it. Uh, I replaced it 12 or 15 years ago. You know, it's only, it's, you know, there's still a lot of life left. Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, we know that roofs often are, you know, weren't guaranteed for 25 years or, or whatever, but the roof, like any other system in a house requires some degree of maintenance, right? Yeah, definitely. It does. Um, you want to make sure that you're cleaning out your gutters because if your gutters overflow, that can cause issues inside the house. Um, you want to make sure that you have some sort of moss removal program set out for your, your roof so that um, the shingles don't deteriorate prematurely. Um, so having, having a, a moss removal company come up there and uh, make sure you don't have excess moss on the roof is definitely important. Um, yeah, just having a having a roofing assessment done every year once it gets up to that uh, close to 20-year mark just to make sure that everything is intact and the shingles are in good shape. And if you're buying a new house, definitely have a home inspection because we're able to go into the attic, um, onto the roof if it is safe to do so. And if not, we're able to get a very good look at the roof for you and go up on our ladder and look at it with binoculars and everything like that. So um, I'm if you're going to be buying a new house, definitely get an inspection or you just really won't know what the attic's looking like. You know, you, you guys, both you and Monica have brought up the story many times on our, on our program here about finding um, uh, moisture or mold in a crawl space of a brand new home, right? And, and I, I, I think the thing that's important for people to know is, sure, a house is brand new. Sure, there are warranties not only on the products, but also on the you know, home warranty program and things like that. But just because the roof, for instance, because we're talking about that right now, just because the roof was installed by, you know, a, a contractor um, doesn't necessarily mean that the, that the general contractor or the warranty company is actually physically going up on the roof and having a look at things. Things can be missed, right? Uh, and that's why it's handy definitely. to have a, a, um, a third party like yourself go up there and have a look, right? Yeah, definitely handy and uh, documented proof of the condition of the home on the day that we're there is very handy for in case something does happen down the road, you can show that, you know, 
um, it's a new it's a new issue and it's uh, it, it needs to be fixed. Um, but yeah, no, this time of year, it's definitely important to be to be getting outside and doing the, the maintenance things like painting your window trim or maybe your deck boards or handrails. Those kind of things while the weather's nice and there's no uh, there's no rain to uh, interfere. So, yeah, if you uh, have anything like that you've been meaning to do, now's the time before the the fall hits. And uh, well, actually, if anything, the the argument could be it might it's you got a pretty tight window because it, it's kind of it's getting late now, right? Yeah, it's getting late, but uh, I think there's still a couple more good months here in Victoria for us to to get out there and do our outdoor maintenance. Yeah. You know, you, you bring up, you bring up things like windowsills and I got to say, I look at some of these older houses and their, their wooden, their wood sash or wood windowsills have rotted away. And I, I kind of half wonder sometimes if it was a case of an owner every year saying, I got to paint that, but then they never get to it over the summertime. And then all of a sudden it's another year and it's another year and it's another year. So it wasn't, it was not intentionally miss, uh, um, you know, not taken care of. It's just life gets in the way, right? Oh, of course, yeah. And if it is something that uh, you're you're neglecting and you just don't seem to have the time to do, um, don't let it get to that point. Don't let it get to the point where it's now affecting the inside of the window and the whole window frame itself. Um, definitely, you know, look into hiring a contractor. Get on get on the internet. Look it up. Um, there's lots of good handyman's in town that have great Google reviews. Um, I've worked with a few of them that are fantastic and they can do a lot of things around the house, including painting and, you know, any sort of touch-ups that they might need to do with the windowsills. So there's people out there that, that can do it for you and um, definitely. You don't, need to, do, you don't need to do it yourself. You, you don't do it need yourself. to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, not everybody likes painting and, and, you know, woodwork and things like that. So it's understandable and some people just don't have the time. So, well, you know. If, so my own personal habit is it's fun for the first five minutes, but after that, yeah. I kind of want to have someone else do it, right? Totally. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, I've done some painting uh, in my own house and it's very time consuming and it can take uh, a few days more than you would expect. Sometimes. Uh, no kidding. Okay. So you know what? This is, this is a great line of dialogue though, talking about preparing, like seasonally preparing. So great tip number one, talking about taking care of those uh, uh, fiddly little issues on the outside of your house now while the weather is good. Cause you can't do that in the winter time. You can't do that when that's it's right. raining. Right. That's what are some right, other things right. that people um, uh, should be thinking about? Because the thing is, I mean, here you guys are, you're building inspectors. Typically you're called into duty when someone is thinking of buying a home. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But you guys are full of some great knowledge that can help listeners uh, best maintain their home so that when it comes to that point in time where they want to sell, then um, their house is market ready and they don't need to worry about these things like rotted windowsills, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, something that we do on top of uh, inspections for people who are in the process of buying a house is we also do the inspection for someone who's in the process of selling their house. So before you list the house, you could have us come in and uh, we'll do a full inspection of the house. We'll write up a report for you that we are able to give you the same day and uh, it'll have a list of kind of a to-do list for you so that you can choose to fix some items before you end up listing the house so that it comes across as a very clean, very maintained, um, nice house, nice property. Um, and, and if you don't want to do the major repairs, that's fine. You're able to disclose those to the new buyers and feel confident that you haven't um, left anything unbuttoned because we're able to tell you, listen, look, you, you have probably haven't been into your attic in a few years, but you know, you do have a roof leak and it's probably best that you get it fixed and, and 
disclose that to the new buyers and then it doesn't look like you're trying to hide anything and you're able to fix the problem rather than have the new buyers come through and find an issue and have it be you know a problem basically when it comes to closing on the house so yeah i'm with i'm have that knowledge i'm with you on that one because it means that you have the control as opposed yeah. to the buyer having the control. But hey, listen, we got to take a quick quick break here. We're going to pick up this conversation uh, after the break. We're talking right now with Reese Jacob, who along with Monica Gass are our show sponsors at Shoreline Inspections, talking about building inspections. Uh, your number, Reese, if people need to reach you guys. Yeah, my number is 250-818-6869. Great. And of course, your contact, your contact information is on the CFAX 1070 webpage under shows, the whole home show. That's a great way to reach Reese and Monica at Shoreline Inspections. Anyways, uh, off for a quick break. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Of course, you can find their information by going to cfax1070.com, look under shows, there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of their contact information is there. Uh, or you can always reach out to me. Find me on the Prime Real Estate Team's website, primeteam.ca. Happy to help you out. We're talking right now with our show sponsor, Reese Jacob, uh, who along with Monica Gass run Shoreline Inspections. Uh, again, thanks for joining us, Reese. Yeah, thank you for having me, Tony. We have you. We, we actually have you in the truck right now because you're in between uh, in between appointments. This is the only way I can grab you guys because you're busy right now. Yes, it's a, it's a super busy time of the year for us. Um, Normally summers are a little bit slower because everyone's out enjoying the weather, but uh, this year is a little bit different. Everyone is trying to get themselves a home and uh, move around Victoria, which is uh, an okay thing for us. It keeps us busy and uh, we get to check out a lot of really neat homes. Yeah. Oh, not only that, but it's kind of like a late spring market because when COVID hit, of course, things slowed down, but, but here we are again. Um, yeah. We were talking just before the break about getting a pre-inspection done before you put your property in the market. Uh, you had mentioned in particular an example of, you know, if there's a leak in the attic. Um, I am all for this, like I was saying before the break, because it enables you as a homeowner to take control of the situation and, and, and either repair it or at least get quotes. Because if you don't do that, then the buyer who's going to make an offer in your house is just going to say, Oh, you know, the roof is leaking, you know, uh, let's take off $20,000. Well, we know it's not a $20,000 abatement, right? The, the, the buyer will use that to their advantage. So um, that is a great, that is a great uh, uh, example uh, for instance. Um, so call Reese and Monica, if you'd like to have a uh, pre listing inspection done, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. I do too. Um, I think that the people that do get them are very, very happy in the end because like you said, they're in control. They're able to negotiate because they're aware of any issues the house has and um, yeah, they can set the price accordingly. Hey, actually the other one I want to talk about because you brought up attic and you and I have talked about this many times before is <laughs> the whole vermiculite situation, asbestos insulation in the attics, right? 
yeah, it's it's very important to know uh, what kind of insulation your attic has, um, especially if it's a 50s home uh, in and around that era. They they use this product called vermiculite insulation um, to insulate the attics, and that product contains asbestos. Pretty much, you treat it like it has asbestos in every situation now. Um, and so, if you are buying a home that that has that in the attic, then definitely you want to look at having a, a environmental company come through and remediate, remove that product for you and then have new insulation put in. So if that's something that you're a seller and you're finding out now that you have in your attic, that might be a cost that um, you'll have to put um, before you can sell your home because a lot of people coming in to the market, um, they don't want to be dealing with that when they're, they're purchasing a new home or at least new to them, right? So mm -hmm. um, it's something to, to know about um, definitely because like I said before, having a pre-offer inspection, that's something that you would find out um, from us once we go up into the attic and tell you about. And, and then from there, you can negotiate, um, figure out, you know, what, what you want to do with it, basically. If you want to leave it for the next person and, you know, just reflect the price based on that. Or if you want to have it remediated, then, you know, it might be easier to sell the home. Yeah, but the, but the you know, the bottom line where you're getting to here is that it's, it's your, you can make the decision. It, you, you, as the homeowner, you are fully informed. There's no surprises. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Um, hey, listen, it, we, we got a change in seasons going on here. I mean, it's been a fantastic summer, but you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I've noticed the mornings are a little cooler nowadays, right? It's, uh, it's going to happen whether we like it or not. Yeah. So in September, I, I think people start uh, turning the heat on a little bit, maybe in the evenings, maybe in the mornings. Um, you know, if you have any uh, a furnace in your house, you know, it might be a good time of the year to make sure um, you have it serviced, make sure that it's running efficiently, um, you know, maybe go around and check to make sure you have smoke detectors on each level of your home, make sure the batteries are good on those smoke detectors, maybe push a test button on it, make sure they're all working. Um, another thing, something, something that a lot of homes actually don't have in them are carbon monoxide detectors. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's one of those things, a new home will have them, especially if there's a fuel burning appliance. Um, but the older homes, uh, just, you know, I don't see them in, in a lot of the homes that I go into. And it's, it's something that every, every house with a fuel burning appliance should have, whether it's gas, oil, wood, um, it can be a furnace, it can be a fireplace, it can be a stove, anything like that can potentially produce uh, carbon monoxide, which can be deadly to to people and um, so having those on each floor at least um, is definitely recommended um, the other the other reason you would want to have them is if you have a, an attached garage to your house um, there is a chance that that vehicle exhaust could enter the home and cause high levels of carbon monoxide so having them in your home is definitely a, a benefit um, you want to make sure that they're not expired if there's no expiry date on it it's probably an older detector and it's best <laughs> to just change it out yeah so so go around the home, check them out, uh, make sure that they're not expired, make sure that they're working. And uh, if you have fuel burning appliances, definitely get yourself a, a carbon monoxide detector or, or a few of them, depending on the size of your home. You know, where we're getting to right now, because again, we've talked about this before in the show, is it's a good idea for homeowners to put together a maintenance schedule for their home. It totally is. Yeah, it's a great idea to have. Um, you know, we we try and give people as much information as we can, but uh, it's hard to get everything across in just a few minutes of presentation. So we've actually uh, compiled a general home maintenance guide, uh, which, which uh, has a nice list of things that you should do each year just to check that all your systems are working and everything's maintained. 
Um, so that's something that, uh, that we have and we, we can send to anyone who wants it. So if it's something that you're looking for, let us know. We can send it over to you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, for our CFAST listeners, there you go. If you would like the Shoreline Inspections uh, regular maintenance list, uh, reach out to them. So it's shorelineinspections.ca, I think it is, right? Yeah, that's right. That's the one. Okay, shorelineinspections.ca. Reach out to Reese yeah. and, uh, and Monica. Um, the, so uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, again, talking about change of seasons, right? Yeah. Um, what else you got? So um, anyone who has a wood-burning fireplace in their home, um, you should be getting your chimney swept at least annually. And, uh, you know, right now might be a good time to have it done just because um, the chimney sweeps probably aren't as busy as they will be in September, October, because everyone's going to be in a rush to get that done. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that you should do every year. Um, if there ever it was an issue, your insurance company will want to know that you've had one done in the last 12 months. So um, definitely something that you should book in if you're a wood-burning fireplace person. Um, and then, like I was saying before, the gas fireplaces definitely have them serviced, cleaned up, uh, make sure they're running efficiently. It's amazing um, how few people actually do that, actually. It's something that needs totally. to be done more commonly. Of, of course, yes, it totally does. Um, another thing that you could have looked at is possibly your furnace ducting. Uh, that's something you want to have professionally cleaned out uh, maybe every other year just because, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that uh, depending on the air quality that you need, if you have asthma, things like that, maybe you want to have it done every year. Um, the other oh, oh by, is, the, by uh, the way, Reese, on, 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 that, yeah. on that point there, I got to say, because we had renovations done earlier this year because we had uh, a flood oh. in the basement, right? Okay. Um, it's a good thing we cleaned the ducts out because the drywall dust, like whenever you're doing any sort of renovation, it gets into the lungs of the house and you, sure you got to yeah. get that cleaned out. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, yep. And, and another thing, if you're just moving into a house and it's your first winter, I would say go ahead and have those ducts cleaned out because you don't know the last time that they were done. Um, the other thing that you can have cleaned out at the same time, a lot of these companies do both are your dryer ducts. So oh, the dryer yeah. ducts over time, it becomes blocked. Um, and then your dryer is not working as well, or it's having to work harder, um, which is going to shorten the life on your dryer and can potentially even break it if that uh, vent becomes blocked. So, um, it's another thing you want to have cleaned out professionally, unless, you know, you're able to do it yourself, of course. Um, but a lot of these duct cleaning companies will come in and do all, all of those for you. So a nice uh, service to have done and oh, you know makes goodness. the house, house breathe better you can breathe better too <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. and potential fire hazard there too so gee you know Reese, here we go there's so many things we can talk about but uh, um is. yeah i, I want to remind our listeners if you'd like Reese and monica's uh maintenance checklist get in touch with them shorelineinspections.ca right Yes, definitely. Get get in touch with us. And uh, if you'd like to have any sort of inspection done, def definitely get in touch with us as well. Um, even if it's just uh, to check up and see if there's any maintenance that you need to do around the house. Possibly you just don't know, right? So right. we can come in and we can check everything out for you and let you know um, what kind of condition the home's in. And Jen, if you are a CFAX listener, make sure that you let Reese and Monica know that you heard them here on the Whole Home Show. Thanks for joining us, Reese. Um, yeah, no problem. Thank you yeah, very much. And uh, we will be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We were talking with our show sponsor, Reese Jacob, from Shoreline Inspections just now. 
uh, talking about things to look forward to uh, with the change of seasons and maybe doing a pre-inspection of your home before you think about putting it on the market. And right now we have with us our regular, I think she's up there, she's the most the, the visitor who's been here the most, not really a visitor because she's one of our show partners, and that is Denise Webster with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, our intrepid mortgage broker. Denise, thanks for joining us. Always good to be back, Tony. I love it. Well, you know, you've been busy too. Holy cow. Everyone's been busy. Uh, it's like, what's going on? You know, pe people are thinking that. about real estate during this time. Um, obviously, it's good for industries. It's good for us. It's good for mortgage brokers. It's good for contractors and appliance retailers and all that kind of stuff. Um, you are the person that gets the first phone call when people are thinking of doing something. So how is it? How is that been for you? The pre-approvals are really, really busy right now because everybody just kind of wants to know what do I qualify for? And, and rightfully so. You got to start there before you start looking at the market. I mean, there's definitely occasions where I've got somebody coming to me and they've already got their eye on a house and they haven't done their pre-approval, which is, you know, you, you hope they've done some kind of pre-approval somewhere along the way. But and, those, and, and, to, and today it's too late because if they find a house they want and if they have to fight for it and go through multiple offers or whatever, you, they got to have their ducks in a row late. before they even get there, right? Yeah, too yeah. late. And it just put, makes it such a stressful thing. And, and it shouldn't be a stressful transaction. It really should be a happy time in your life, Yeah, I, I think. Oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, so you're saying you're getting a lot more uh, uh, contacts because right now we're looking at interest rates that are like less than 2%, right? Yes. So those variable rates with the discounts, the discounts did get bigger. So these are our floating rates and our prime rates at 2.45. So we are seeing those discounts taking the rate under 2%. Uh, but gosh, you're now our fixed rates. Holy smokes. Uh, you know, if you're buying that house with less than 20% down, the mortgage insured, 2.04% uh, for a five-year fixed rate. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. So I think that's really a really huge part of the push right now why people are like if we if we're thinking about it we better do it now like that's just so unheard of well because this, so first of all people are often like how can people buy a house right now because they're 600 800 900,000 dollars so expensive of course parents are thinking about their kids how can they ever afford a home but really when it boils down to it is it's a function of how much they can afford per month yeah and and that's a huge part of the application I, I actually like to work backwards and even ask them before they look at their mortgage application pre-approval i would like to say what do you think is your all-in budget when you guys really think about your mortgage payments now you're going you know you were renting now you're going to property taxes uh you're going to budget for some home insurance maybe there's a strata fee um you tell me what your monthly budget is because it's a much better way to work with a client than just telling them what their maximum pre-approved amount is because when they know that, they kind of go to that range and it might push them outside of their comfort zone. So I like to work backwards with my clients and find out what they think their budget is comfortably and show them what that looks like as a purchase price. Amazing. Well, you know, and as far as affordability is concerned, the other thing that comes to mind too is uh, it, was a, it was a big deal with this whole stress test thing about being able to qualify for two points over the, the post rate or whatever. All of a sudden now, that's not really, it's, it's with the way the interest rates are right now, Largely due to the economy and, and well, and that pandemic. qualifying rate just dropped again. It's going to go down on Friday. Yeah. Um, so we were qualifying, you know, back when the stress test was kind of first announced. I think we were up at five point three four percent. Yeah, was the qualifying rate. Um, we will see it drop to four point seven nine on Friday. Ah, you know, wasn't so that long? What was a little easier? Wasn't that long that you know six percent interest rates were were you know a Normal. good deal? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And a, and a reminder to people too, when, with, when the interest rate is lower, you are chipping away at more principal on a monthly Absolutely. basis. Oh yeah, you're you're actually your mortgage payment more of it. You know, if your mortgage payment was a thousand dollars, more of that is going to the principal than the interest. So maybe seven hundred hits the principal and three hundred hits interest. That's maybe Fantastic. not that high, but yeah. Okay. Well, listen, we had Reese on. You know, we we're talking about home improvements and stuff. I want to talk with you about purchase plus improvements. How to how to potentially finance? You know, doing a kitchen renter or something. We'll get to that in a second, though. Okay. Um, on the topic of getting into the, the real estate market, something that, that's come up a fair amount recently is I've had people ask us, they want to get into the real estate market. It still remains one of the primary dreams, right? But uh, I, I had, in fact, one of my uh, past employees uh, uh, give me a call and, and ask for some tips on how to save for that down payment. And uh, first of all, I completely, I, I, I saluted her and I said, you know, Good on you for starting to wanting to start planning to save now instead of finding a house and then trying to find a way to get the money from mom and dad or you know whatever right, right? Um, so she's got a plan and this is again you generally bump into people after they've made that saving right yeah for the most part they're coming and showing me what they have as a down payment and sometimes that pre-approval does say you know what if you could save for another six months you'd be in a better purchase power position yeah. So that's why a pre-approval is so important because it really lets you know what your options are right now, or maybe they are a lot better in six months. Yeah. Those are interesting too, because when you, when you tell somebody they'll be in a better position in six months, it gives them the a sort of goal. It gives them a, a, a uh, objective goal. to hit, right? Yeah. 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 And you know what, just to, on that note, Tony, the savings is a really big part of the down, uh, a part of the approval. Yeah. So lenders love to see if you've got great jobs, you don't have any savings in the bank it doesn't really bode well to the lender so why do you not have anything saved you've been at your jobs for five years with a really good income salary um maybe you don't have any debts but why do you not have any savings the lenders will ask us that we should have answers to that yeah. and on the reverse if they've got a really big down payment the lenders want to know how did you accumulate that based on your jobs yeah. so we're getting a lot more questions about down payment and that's through the money laundering act so it's getting tougher so uh, down payment documents are scrutinized. For sure. Uh, you know, here's one of the things that, that, I, that I love that she said as well, too, because she's, uh, her and her boyfriend are paying low rent. They've been in a place for a long time. They're paying like a thousand bucks a month. But they know that in today's marketplace, what they have, they would be paying 2000 or 2200 for. So they are socking away the difference. They're not, they're not just going out and buying more Starbucks and going out for dinner and all that kind of stuff. That's the best savings plan ever. And I am sure that's kind of what you encourage them as well, because you feel like you want to go into a mortgage and you think your mortgage payment will be $2,000 a month. We'll start paying that right now while you have low rent and that thousand a month goes into savings. That's the perfect plan. There you go. That's the tip of the day. So, you know, if, if some of our uh, CFAX listeners are parents or grandparents, and if they're looking for some good advice for their, uh, for their younger ones on how to save, there you go. That's the valuable tip number one. Right? Especially if they're living at home and not paying rent. <laughs> oh, 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 Make yes. your rent payment into an account for your down payment house savings. Yeah, because you know what? That, that little condo or that piece of real estate that they're going to buy is going to appreciate in value as opposed to the leased vehicle in the driveway, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my goodness. Okay, um, so let's, uh, let's, let's set the, uh, the story here. Somebody buys a house. Um, 
maybe it's the close to the top of their budget range, but it's lacking a few things. Like um, they made the decision between being closer to town, but having an older house. So maybe it needs a kitchen. Maybe it needs a bathroom. Maybe you need something that will truly increase the value of the property, but they don't have the money. It's my favorite product, Tony. It really is so cool. It makes a lot of sense. And, um, and I don't ever forget to tell people about, about it before they start looking at the market because it's so common to say, oh, we found this great house, but we just cannot live with that kitchen, yep. right? So if that comment ever enters your mind, they have to remember my conversation about what about purchase plus with improvements? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's use a really simple example because there's also a neat little catch in there as well. So let's just say you got an accepted offer and the purchase price was 500000 okay. and you cannot live with the kitchen. Yep. So first and foremost, if you're a first-time home buyer, that purchase price on the contract qualified you for the property transfer ta- tax exemption. Okay. Right? Yes. Now, when you go and view the house, I would encourage my clients to take a contractor with them yep. because I need to have a quote. I have to provide the lender with a quote of a written quote. improvements. Yeah. Yes. And it has to, so let's just say it's a $50,000 improvement that they budgeted for. Yep. So I'm going to need a quote that says a detailed description of new countertops, new flooring, um, new layout of the kitchen. And that quote needs to come in at $50,000. I will submit the application to the lender for a purchase price of five fifty. Okay. The down payment is based on a purchase price of five fifty. The contract still reads five hundred. There's still no property transfer tax on that. But you basically are telling the lender, I'm going to make these set improvements to increase the market value of this home to five hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. The lender approves the um, quote. Now comes completion date. You've got a mortgage all set up based on a, a five hundred fifty. $50,000 purchase price. You've put 55,000 down. Maybe it was 10%. Yep. So mortgage funds that 50,000 goes into trust with your lawyer because no lender is really going to just give you $50,000 because you could take that 50,000 and buy a truck. Do it. Sure. Yeah. Let's go do what you said you're going to do. They yeah. have to have some control and make sure you do increase the value of that property to 50,000. So the money's and, in the lawyer's office. Yep. Yep. Just waiting for you. Um, to get those improvements done. Some lenders will put some restrictions. They want it done in three months, maybe four months. I've seen six months, but it should not be a major construction. It is called updates or improvements. So for the most part, 50,000 is going to be the limit. Yep. Um, so now you have your three months and you go and get the job done. So this is where the conversation says, what is your lifeline to get that done? Do you have a line of credit? Do you have a contractor that says they can get that job done in one month and then bill you? Do you have the bank of mom and dad? Mm-hmm. Who's going to help you get those improvements done? So if it is a one month job, quite often the contractor is just going to do the job, get it done, and then give you an invoice. So I always say to my clients, when you are close to being finished, you just have a little bit more paint. There's some trim going up. Everything's installed. You need to give me a heads up because I send an appraiser over with a copy of the original quote. The appraiser writes a report, takes some photos of the improvements, sends to the lender. The lender says, yeah, you did what you said you were going to do. They email the lawyer. The lawyer releases 50000 into the borrower's bank account, and you pay back your contractor, your bank of mom and dad, or you pay off your line of credit. And all of a sudden, you got this $550,000 house. So you did this improvement that truly improved the value. And this, is all ab- and this is all above board. This is completely legal. No 
shell game, nothing. It's yeah. a brilliant product. And everybody says, what's the catch? Well, the catch is they're not going to give you the money up front and just hope you do what you said you're going to do. You do have to have a yeah. means to get those improvements done. Oh, and it's not it's free money because you still need to qualify for that 550. So, of course. Yeah. 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 And here's a really, really important note. You cannot include appliances in that quote because uh, appliances can be removed from the house. It has to be a hard market value improvement. So it's not going to be buying bookshelves or furniture or anything that can be removed. So it's a hard marketable improvement. Amazing. Well, this is so important. And uh, I know it's one of your favorite things. Um, it is, it is, because if you don't have the time, the money to make those improvements, you're, if you put 5% down or 10% down, you're not going to be refinancing anytime soon to pull equity to make those updates. It's at the time of purchase where you actually get to do improvements. It's phenomenal product. Amazing. Amazing. Love it. Okay, Denise, as always, people need to reach you. What's the best way to do that? Directly on my cell phone, 250-889-4743 or shoot me an email, uh, denise at denisewebster.com. Uh, or of course, find her contact information along with Reese Jacobs from Shoreline Inspections and mine on the CFAX 1070 website uh, under the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Uh, thank you again. As always, Denise, we'll have you again soon. Always great advice. Fantastic. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. And to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.